Welcome to the Got It Together podcast, where we may or may not have it together. We'll let you be the judge of that. Whether you're married with kids or single and building your career, you know there's never a dull moment when you're talking to your best friend. Even if your lives couldn't be more different. Let's get into it. Hi, Casey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's, you know, it's the week before Christmas and it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it too. Honestly, like we... <laughs> We were just talking about work and things and planning and love uh-huh. it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's this time of year is always a little bit crazy because I think that you're kind of already checked out for the holidays. And I mean, I'm already checked out for mm-hmm. the holidays for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a long sprint yeah. until Christmas for me. Yeah, it, it very much is. I think now, like being a mom, I feel checked out in one sense and then like hyper focused in another sense of like do I have everything everyone needs to have everything like gifts for the kids for Pete for my parents his parents siblings like you know do I have all the things it's kind of yeah when you become mom you have to uh you have to do all the mom things <laughs> oh. <sighs> you gotta make I, the I Christmas know. magic I I, happen I know well it's good that you know you made that well, we'll talk a little bit about boundaries and, and family too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was I was about to say something, but then I was like, wait, I might scoop you for what you were going to say <laughs> with that question. Don't, don't scoop me, Casey. I, I know. I, I was going to scoop you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess we – this is going to be the part two to our Q&A episode that yeah. we had so, so, so much fun doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we had really great engagement for that episode too. I was going back and looking at some things and it seemed like you all, our lovely listeners, um, really enjoyed the episode as well. So I'm happy that we have a lot of other questions we didn't get to to answer today. Yeah. And Who knows? Maybe a part more. three. Yeah. Yeah. We honestly <laughs> have more questions. Um, but I think we want to get to just a couple of them um, mm-hmm. um, about like, actually, you know what? Let's not, let's not give them a preview. Let's just, you know, let it flow and they'll be surprised. I love it. Keep keep them on the edge of their seats. Yeah, keep them um, on their toes. But before we get into it, you have any pop culture? I don't really have anything today. I, I've I do. been a bit cultured out. I have two things. Okay, go. The first thing is anybody who's who's going to watch this and we, when we pull clips, my hair is in a bun, a slick oh. back bun. Yes, this is a very, very rare occurrence. I could probably count on my two hands the amount of times in the 20 years I've known you that you've had your hair back. In a bun, yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like we're twins right now. Can you see the resemblance? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it works for you. It's a good look on you. Oh, thank you. So that's just our, our first pop culture uh, that I wanted to to just, just touch on. Um, <laughs> and then I listened to and watched a bit the recent Call Her Daddy episode mm-hmm. with Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, Lautner. Mm. And his wife, also Taylor Lautner. And That's it's actually so funny because there's a couple of things about that episode that I really liked. And um, he was saying that for years, he let everybody call him like Taylor Lautner. Or mm-hmm. Even like during like interviews and things, he would call himself, oh, yeah, it's Taylor Lautner. He just didn't want to correct people, I guess. Oh gosh, which yeah. is like a nice guy. But then it's like kind of confusing, right? Because it's right. really Lautner. Yeah, it's like an, an internal identity crisis almost. Right. Shark Boy, Lautner, Lautner, all the above. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I really liked about the episode 
his wife is younger than him mm-hmm. and she's also not famous. She was studying to be a nurse mm-hmm. uh, when they met. And I guess his sister had like met her in passing and thought that she'd be like a good wife for him. She was like, I met your future wife. So I guess they all came over for a game night mm-hmm. and all these things. And they've been together ever since. Uh, but it's just interesting. So he's Taylor and then they call her Tay. So Taylor and Tay. Uh, okay. That's, that's helpful to like have something to distinguish. Yeah. And they have a podcast too. I forget the name, but it's, it's actually really cute. I've seen clips of it. But one thing I was like really, um, we talk about a lot on like our podcast about like dating and like love mm-hmm. languages and things. And Taylor, mm-hmm. boy Taylor, uh, <laughs> was saying how they have a difference in, in love language. Like he mm-hmm. likes to be like very affectionate, like on the couch like basically like my dream um (laughs) but then uh his wife is a little is not like that and she's more of like access service like get me a coffee you know and he he mentioned one thing that was so funny is do the dishes (laughs) that's like his love language for her it's like adapting to that and knowing that you know she loves when i do dishes or like make dinner or all those things so i think it's just interesting um we talk about learning each other's love language and that's a good example of somebody who adapted to someone that was not the same as theirs yeah and i love that he's like talking about it yeah like you're, you're not hearing too many men like dropping love language or acts of service right. words of affirmation like it's, um she, she definitely found a good one maybe we'll yeah, find you a famous celebrity husband and you can be their you know beauty queen oh boy <laughs> i i just i well is there a famous Casey told- Miller other than the one, the character in South Park? Because just the <laughs> South Park character, and I don't think I'd be able to you find um, you another Casey Miller. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll pass on that. Yeah. No, I I almost gave a spoiler word. A, a word? A, spo- a spoiler, spoiler what? Alert. <laughs> alert to another question. Mm. Uh, but yeah, hopefully my next man's mm-hmm. learns my love language. Go back to episode two. Yeah, the, the sound is shitty, but it's words of affirmation, physical touch, mm-hmm. access service. Yeah, if you're Casey's secret admirer and you're listening in right now, take note. Okay, so that was my pop mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything to bring to the table. Oh, not pop culture because, well, we're not celebrities, but all three of the boys are walking now, like walking, walking. I mean. That's a pretty hot update. <laughs> um, and the boys have been able to walk for, you know, two of them have been able to walk for like a month or so now. You know, it, it's varied. It's they haven't wanted to. They're a bit stubborn like their mother. Um, up until this past week when they all decided we're walking now. Um, and so Pete and I were away in Newport this past weekend, just the two of us for a night. It was great. And my in-laws were here with the boys. And um, we called to check in with my father-in-law and my mother-in-law. And they're like, yeah, kids are great. They're walking all over the house. They're, they're you know, my father-in-law is like, I'm marching around the kitchen and they're following me like little ducks in a row. And Pete and I were like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> they don't do this for us. That's so and- funny. Sure enough, we come home and they're just like toddling around and, you know, they're still crawling or walking on their knees from time to time. But we are noticing more and more that they're, you know, um, independently standing up and walking from place to place. So yeah. when it's I, When you so say trippy. walking on their knees, you mean sprinting. 
on their knees because they are very fast on their knees. It is like scary. It's kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah, it's a little creepy. It's like shuffle towards you. Uh, Yeah. It's the wildest thing. So I'm like, this is good. Now you guys aren't going to be like the weirdos in kindergarten walking on your knees. You will use your feet like humans. Hey, maybe. Yeah, I mean. I'm like I said in the last episode, like I'm down with them being weird, but like can we at least walk properly if we have the ability to do so? Um, so yeah, that's my that's my hot update. I love that. It's wild. Enough about my little knee walkers. (laughs) Should we get into some of these questions? Yeah. I feel like this first one that we have here um kind of feeds into the spoiler alert you almost gave away. Um, because it was, do you have advice on setting boundaries with family during the holidays? So I'm definitely down to speak from like the parent perspective here. And like, if you have any perspective that you want to add in, I'll start. Um, So for us, you know, setting boundaries is hard and it can be challenging. And it kind of reminds me of what you were just saying about Taylor Lautner of um, sometimes it's easier to just kind of like let people do things because it makes it's more comfortable for you to not rock the boat or it's like easier to sit in your own discomfort than to cause somebody else discomfort. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it can be challenging to set boundaries, especially with family. Um, And even if your family is like incredibly agreeable, it can still be hard. And so, you know, something that Pete and I, have done since the boys were born was we kind of like divide and conquer. So like if there are challenging conversations to have with my family, I handle them. If there's challenging conversations with his family, he handles them. So an example for that is that, you know, when the boys were born, they were premature. um, And our like hard and fast rule was like, you need to take a COVID test before you come into our home. Um, Like you obviously have to wash your hands you cannot be sick and you have to wear a mask like the entire time. Um, especially like if you're holding a baby, if you're in proximity of the babies, like if you're across the room, it's fine to take it off. But like if you are near the children, you have to have a mask on. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that whole mask and COVID conversation, I'm not going to get into it, but it can be a point of contention for yeah. families because people have different beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. But ours was very much um, – all politics aside, it was all about safety and like the health and well-being of our children. And so, you know, I said to my family, like, here's the rules. He said to his family, here's the rules. And we we were lucky that everyone has been like very respectful of everything that we've put in place, but it can be uncomfortable. And there have been times where, you know, somebody will take their mask off to do something and they forget because you're in someone's home. You don't, you're not used to wearing a mask. Um, yeah. And we would have like, I'd have to walk up to that person and be like, hey, like, you know, using you as an example, hey, Case, like, can you just put your mask back on real quick? Sorry. Um, and it feels uncomfortable and it feels yucky to like yeah. so- tell somebody what to do, um, especially when we were visiting family and we were not in our own home. Like it felt yeah. uncomfortable to tell people what to do in somebody else's home. Um, but like it, it like your kids come first and and I'd much totally. rather make, you know, aunt so-and-so feel a little uncomfortable than like have a child in the hospital because they're sick. Yeah. And that, that doesn't bother, that doesn't bother me, the whole mask thing. Like I would totally like yeah. would wear a mask around kids. Like if somebody asked me to, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I remember one of my first pictures with the mm-hmm. boys, we had masks on and we like took yes. them down for, like a second. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, I didn't breathe. I don't think the whole yeah. time we took the picture. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> even open want, your mouth. I would just want to make sure yeah. that I yeah. that I was not. 
Um, it's hard and and it's like you know okay so that was one of ours um you know like you know kissing them that was another one um, oh yeah and like that we're starting that again because it is cold flu rsv season we've already had to say to both of our families like please do not kiss the boys on the head on the face like you can kiss them on like the back of the head but like nothing on their face or like you know their forehead um mm -hmm. and just little things like that are like you know please don't give them this food like you know we don't let them eat that those are like kind yeah. of the top of the head. I usually do top of the head. Now that's top of the head's I, pretty safe. Yeah. Top of the head. Back or back. Yeah. Top or back of the head. Yeah. That's yeah. RSV is like no joke. I have a couple friends who have who their kids have RSV. And yeah. it's just like horrible because if you can really do. No. Um, yeah. I remember one other thing you said that uh I don't remember someone else said that said this to me too, but mm -hmm. you said that you're gonna be waking up on Christmas like in your own home. Yes, yeah. Like Santa comes to you. Mm -hmm. Like you don't go Santa doesn't go to like Nana's or Mimi's yeah, yeah. or anywhere. Like they go right. Santa goes to you. Yes. Yeah. And that was that was something too. Pete and I have historically in like the 10 years we've been together, we have always split. So we're in New Jersey for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, and we're in Connecticut for the other. And that's just how it's always been. Um, and then last year when we had the kids, we said to everyone, we're like, we're home Christmas morning. I don't care if we're somewhere else on Christmas Eve. We're traveling home Christmas Eve. Like my kids are waking up at home. I don't care if we travel Christmas Day. My children are waking up at home. Um and again, thankfully, everyone's been respectful of that. I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how things start to shift and like more kids, more cousins come into play and, you know, maybe people are moving and things are shifting. Yeah. Um, but for now, that is like definitely like a, a boundary that we've put in place of like, nope, this is like their home. They're waking up. Santa's coming here. I can finally say this. My sister's pregnant. <laughs> My sister, Courtney, they're having a baby and having a boy. Yay. Officially, so, Auntie Casey. Officially. So Blood like aunt. now, yeah. <laughs> so now when like kids start to come into the mix, like what that's mm -hmm. going to look like and how that's going to change. And they're just yeah. like. It is. Kids definitely shake things up, but it'll be good. Yeah. Christmas next year will be so magical. Oh my God. Oh, so I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, let's move along. Um, what are your non-negotiables in a new relationship? Hmm. I think just being respectful mm -hmm. is the most important part. I feel like being respectful is like number one. Mm -hmm. I've I've said this time and time and time and time again. Yeah. Like just somebody who matches my energy, like mm -hmm. puts in the same amount of effort. I think just like genuinely wants to get to know me better. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think whether like a relationship is like casual or it's you know going to be leading to something more or mm -hmm. like I think there's all different kinds of, of relationships but I think just like being on the same page mm -hmm. being respectful yeah and like making each other feel comfortable and all of the all of the above yeah. um those are very solid non-negotiables be respectful mm -hmm. have fun get to know me mm -hmm. and just make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Throw it up on the dating profiles, girl. Oh boy. Non-negotiables. No questions asked. What's your like non your new like non-negotiables like with a friend? Like, do you have any like um, new friends? Like people like from social media or like Yeah, I, th I like think that? like navigating the world of like mom friends and making mom friends. I think something that 
I realized is like, we're all going to do things differently. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, and like, I feel like this is like a slogan of mine. If your baby's like, you know, fed, happy and clean, you've done your job. And so for me, um, just somebody who gets that and isn't trying to like push, like, you know, there's the formula versus breastfeeding. There's the co-sleeping versus, you know, safe sleep in a crib. Like there's all these like different beliefs that people have. Um, and at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to judge you for what you do. And I don't want you to judge me for what I do. Unless what you're doing is like actually genuinely unsafe. Like then I will judge you like point blank. But like if it's just these like basic parenting choices, that's definitely something that I look for. And I feel like I, and I also think the way something that's a non-negotiable is also how people speak to and about their children. Um, That's a big thing for me. I, Like in the past, if I heard somebody like refer to their kids, you know, with like mean names and things like that, I'd be like, haha, that's funny, you know. But now I'm like, no, those are like your babies. Like you shouldn't be talking down about them. Um, You know, it's like, okay, if you had a frustrating day and like they push you to your limit, like totally get that. Um, I'm not naive. I've had many of those days. But like they're not bad people. They're just little humans that are figuring life out. Um, And so that's definitely something that I – keep my eyes and my ears open for is like, how are you speaking about your children in front of them Mm -hmm. or behind their back? And kids are sponges. They hear these things. Like they're aware, even if they're 18 months old, like they, they know what's going on. Yeah. Um, So that's definitely like non-negotiables for me. Don't judge my parenting choices. I won't judge yours. And like, just speak respectfully about your children. Yeah. And I'll do the same. The next question that was submitted was, what are you getting your significant other for Christmas? So, Kate, anything <laughs> with Pete? So, my birthday is right around Thanksgiving. Pete's birthday is right around New Year's. So, many years ago, we just decided we were only going to do birthdays and we skipped Christmas. And so, that's what we do. Um, I did just have a conversation with him, however, about stockings. And I said, you know we since we've been married or you know engaged whatever like we've never really done that because we've been at our family's houses for christmas um and i'm like you know this year we're in our own home we have our own kids we're doing the thing um i was like so you have to stuff my stocking and he's like what is like you know instant panic he's like i thought we weren't doing gifts and i was like it's not gifts it's like you know little things like chapstick a a hairbrush, a pack of gum, like whatever you can come up with. And he's like, oh, what's my budget? He's like, how much am I supposed to spend? (laughs) He's like full-blown panic. (laughs) And I was like, what do you think is a reasonable amount to spend? And he's like, "Uh, $50. And I was like, $50. I was like, there you go. Go Take yourself to Target, figure it out. (laughs) I'll go with him. He can say, tell him he can text me. He can can text me to consult. You're usually his go, you and Annie are his (laughs) go-to's. Throw you a $25 gift Starbucks gift card or yeah. TJ Maxx gift card and then just fill the rest with shit. Yeah. Honestly, My mom was funny. Like, She's like, you know, you're going to get um five $10 gift cards. <laughs> yes. Like, Which I would be okay, okay with. Yeah, yeah. I'd be okay with it too. Um, um, but it was funny. He was like, he's like, wait, what? He's like, stockings. I'm like, yeah, you know, we're married and we have kids. We have to do it now. I love that. That's so know. funny. What are you buying you, yourself? What am I buying myself? Um, hair extensions no um yes but <laughs> I, I i don't know like i am doing like some fun things mm-hmm. for the holiday season i think my usual go-to for like getting gifts for significant others was like 
sentimental. That's usually mm-hmm. the vibe that I go for. But I yeah. think like it depends on your like stage that you're at. Yeah, so absolutely. Someone, yeah, if you've only been dating someone for like a couple of months, it's like, okay, maybe you get them like a concert ticket or like something right. you can do together, like a gift right. card, like a restaurant you want to try. Like I think if it's like more casual, then like that's fine. Yeah. Um, And obviously if you've been with them for a while, like I like with relationships in the past, like sentimental gifts are usually good with me. Mm-hmm. I love a card. Like cards are very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Write your words down, people. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I have any admirers this year, <laughs> I love flowers. Slide send into your DMs. I'll I'll send, give you a, a a PO box for Casey. <laughs> send me a drizzly with some wine. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah. So I think it's it's up to you in your relationship what you want to what you want to get. Sometimes yeah, I feel like there's like no right or wrong answer. Like like no. I said, we don't do gifts, and then some yeah. people go like balls to the walls and they go all yeah. out. Sometimes and... people are like state of the list, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, Pete's family is big on lists, like Christmas lists. Yeah. And like my family, we just didn't do it. I don't know. I think we were just like, I want this. Or we said nothing, which was probably incredibly unhelpful for my poor mother. Um, but his family does lists. And I'm always like, I don't know what to put on the list. Oh I never gosh. know. I, I, I think because I, I just buy myself stuff all year long. And then when Christmas comes around, I'm like, oh, I don't really need anything. Same. I I just like what I'm spending on myself. It's like clothes, food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wellness, supplements, mm-hmm. beauty. <laughs> beauty. She is um, beauty. She is grace. A lot of skincare. Yeah, you're no good Botox that. just yet. Haven't haven't had to dip into that yet. Thank God. Yeah, you have good skin and good <laughs> genes. Your mom, your mom is oh, thank you. your mom's beautiful. Your grandmother's beautiful. You're gonna be fine. That was yours. You you your mom has good skin. She does. Yeah, we got good good genes over here. Yeah, and then a younger listener asked, <laughs> "I want to get lip filler." What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? Mm. I think it's a that's a kind of like a two parter. Yeah, because when we were going through the questions before, my this is my opinion. I think of lip filler as like a cosmetic procedure that enhances like the look of something, not permanent, right? So I know like I personally have never had anything done. I don't have the money to do it, and it honestly scares me. Um, That's me. No judgment to anybody else. However, like things like lip filler, Botox, like, I don't know, other little things that you can inject into your body. Um, I don't really think of those as plastic surgery. I think of it like cosmetic enhancements, if you will. I agree. Um, But with plastic surgery, I think of like a BBL, like a tummy tuck. I think of like, you know, a breast augmentation. I think of that's what I think of. Um, Mm -hmm. And I personally feel strongly that like unless there's an actual like medical reason to do those things you're kind of like gambling with your life um because things can go wrong and like do i want to die on a table because i wanted like bigger boobs probably not right but that again me i'm not judging anybody that's done those things like to each their own um that's just how i look at it yeah how about you i i haven't had anything done um that's not saying that i wouldn't mm-hmm. um i think i eventually will get botox at some point in my life mm-hmm. my mom just started getting it at like 50 in her 50s i'm i'm okay with i've, I've had m sculpt done m sculpt is like a machine that they use on your mm-hmm. arms or 
you may have seen in like the paddles on people's butts or like their stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when they do like the jolts electricity. So it's like yeah, equivalent of like 10,000 bicep curls and tricep curls or like 10,000 right. squats. Like I've had that done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like non-invasive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like get your, get your arms nice and tight. Yeah. Um, I've had that. I've had that done. Um, I I have nothing against plastic surgery like actually like getting your like your boobs done or like doing anything like that if, if that's going to make you happy mm-hmm. i do agree with you that it's kind of a gamble right i think i would be personally scared yeah um i've never been under anesthesia mm-hmm. uh i think i would personally be be scared to do that yeah. myself yeah um but i have friends who've like had had, had it done and mm-hmm. they're very confident and like happy mm-hmm. and i have friends who have gotten it done and, and they weren't very confident or happy after so i think yeah. If you do choose to get plastic surgery, lip filler, I think is a little bit different because you can always have it dissolved. Right, right. Um, I think just like make sure you're doing it because it's something that's going to enhance you and not like cover something up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like maybe like my boobs are so small, like I just wish they were bigger. I would think I'd feel better about myself. It's like, no, like your your body is totally fine on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel like getting that would make you feel more confident Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I'm totally for it. Mm-hmm. But if it's if if you think it's gonna help you like solve something, yeah. I would say just be like a little bit careful about that because I yeah. think you can get it might be like never enough. Yeah. Oh my god, you see those people all the time. Where like, like, Heidi oh, you went a little too far. Yeah. Your doctor should be fired. Yeah. Um, I think, and also maybe an unpopular opinion, but like looking at how my body has changed before and after pregnancy. Um it like I'm like oh my god like if I had ever had my boobs done prior to having having kids like I would probably need to get them done again because your body changes so much so that is something that like kind of popped into my head recently I was like you know if I ever were to you know or like I would tell my younger self like you know wait until after you have kids because your body is going to change a lot um yeah but I think it's hard because like when I was younger that's when I felt the most self-conscious yeah. And like now with my postpartum body, although it looks nothing like it used to, I'm more confident than I ever was. It's a really yeah. weird thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would, you know, I would never say never. I might feel differently, but I also, I also know like, yeah, there's not like a medical reason. Like I know that there's like people who like get um, preventative like mastectomies because like yes. someone in their family had it or something. Yeah. And like totally that different. I'm totally different. Um. But I don't know. I think the one thing I would never, ever, ever, ever get is a BBL because it's so dangerous. Oh my god, it's, yeah. It's People die all the time. Procedure, procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most dangerous procedure you can get because you can like get um a, when they inject the fat mm-hmm. and you can get like a fat embolism in your lung. Um, and there's nothing they can really do. Nope, that's awful. Well, Preventative. Is it? Is this my cookie delivery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Here you go. Thank you. Sister Caroline delivering cookies. Oh, what a gem. Yeah. I mean, do agree with the never say never, but for me, it's probably a hard never. You know, your girl doesn't have time or money to get anything done. So, you got three kids. (laughs) This is what you're stuck with, guys. And I also think if you're going to get surgery done, go to like a board certified, well, well um, known. And like well reviewed plastic surgeon, don't like yeah. it. Go on Groupon. 
please. Please. Yeah. Oh my for God. anything, for anything like medical. A group on BBL. Group on BBL. A group on like Botox. Nothing. Please, yeah. please don't. Please don't do it. No. No, no, no. Um, I think this next one is is for you. Um, mm-hmm. knowing that like you were a teacher mm-hmm. um, working in the Department of Education in New York City. Um, um now you're a uh stay-at-home mom slash TikTok slash media star influencer. Um, oh what are gosh. your career goals now? I have so many like ideas swirling around in my head of things that I want to do. Um, and like I said on the last episode, like this has never been about money, but like, let's all be real. I have triplets. Like I need to find some way to make money to like contribute (laughs) to my family here. Right. Like I I can't, you know, can only do so much. Um, so I think, you know, my, my big thing is wanting to support other people, um, other families of multiples. And I'm working really hard kind of behind the scenes to figure out, what route would best support that? Um, you know, my inbox on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere is constantly flooded with people asking questions and seeking advice. And I will never claim to have all the answers. Absolutely not. But I do feel like I put out like a very realistic picture as to what life is like managing multiples. Um, and I think people feel that authenticity and they feel safe coming to me for support. Um because I'm not going to judge them. And like, it, it's easier when you're talking to somebody that gets it. Um, yeah. It's really hard to like, you know, talk to somebody with one child about how do I get three kids to sleep? You know, they don't know. And so um, I actually did this past week. I had a mom reach out to me and she said, Hey, found out I'm having triplets. Um, I'm scared. I'm really scared, but I see you in your posts and it gives me hope that like things are going to be okay. And she's like, you know, would you be open to speaking with me and just kind of like shedding some light, answering some of my questions? And she's like, you know, treat it like consulting, like a, like a consulting type thing if you want. And I was like, you know what? I was like, so funny you say that. I've been toying around with that idea. Um, and I met with the mom and she is amazing and lovely. And it like really made, I felt so good after the conversation. Um, and like, you know, like she obviously got value out of it and she like mm-hmm. said it was incredibly helpful, but like, I just felt so good. I was like on a high afterwards. I was like, oh my gosh, like I helped somebody. This feels so great. Um, and so just kind of trying to figure out how I can make that happen and make it a thing, but also still reserve time for like my chaotic life and not put too much on my plate. Um, yeah. I, I love this idea for you. I think that that's great. I think you're in such a unique situation. I think mm-hmm. you're like your niche of your channel and your did I say channel plat. What is it? Platform. What do you guys platform, call it these yeah. days? Your platform <laughs> these days. It's, it's so niche. It's like NICU mom of multiples. Like yeah. what are the, what are your other niches? I mean, it's like talk about everything, <laughs> everything. Life so is chaotic. Just, Life gets messy. Like, here's how right. I respond to situations. Mindset. Right. Um, Mindset. Yeah. And I think also, yeah, uh, you would be a great coach, great consultant. Yeah. And I and I love that for you. That's – I could definitely see that being, like, something that people Yeah, I just want to find out, like, the best way to support other families because, like I've said before, there's just nothing out there for us, honestly. Um, and – Somebody needs to make it. And I feel like I could be that person. So yeah. TM, copyright. Don't steal my ideas. (laughs) 
I'll help you set up all of your URLs, all of yeah. your um, I, I do need handles. to that out. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's just something I'm toying with, um, working on behind the scenes. And but I do, I did, I can't speak too much to it, but I did just sign a contract for a huge partnership next year. So that is cool. And that is gonna be amazing. And that, you know, I'm I'm really excited and I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um just keep doing what I'm doing, you know. I'm out I here grinding. For to, I can't wait for you to share that. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. It's yeah, it's it's so great to like see you shine and like see this is gonna be such an amazing partnership for you. It's so organic, and I think if you yeah. had thought back to like when you started your platforms, like if you ever do this, like yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's such a big accomplishment, and you should be so proud. It is. I am. Thank you. Wouldn't be here without you. Oh, so that's not true, but <laughs> yes, it is. You're my girl. Well, I mean, here, how about this? Let's shake it over to you, girl. Now that I'm talking about how much you've helped me, um, what is it like working in PR and do you have any further career goals? I know we talked about your promotion. PR is interesting. I've worked in PR for over eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started out in fashion and I, now I work at a PR agency and I work on everything across the sun. Yeah. Um, but I think what it's like working in PR is like there's no normal day, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I could be pitching five best furniture pieces for your new living room set, or yeah. I could be pitching like an interview with like a company that I reps like CEO. Like right. there there's there's no <laughs> in between. Yeah, how. yeah. I could be do like talking to one of my friends who's like a TV host and being like, Hey, like, do you want to put this brand on your TV? Like I book a lot right, of TV shows, right. like that's a lot of things that I do. Like I used to work a lot with influencers. I work mostly with media now, mm-hmm. um, writing press materials, like yeah. planning big campaigns. Like there's, there is so much that goes into a day, analyzing yeah. data, writing. And a lot, a lot of what I do is a lot of writing, a lot of writing emails, yeah. a lot of writing materials and things like that. All the boring stuff. Do you like that? I, it's always something different. I do like that. It's always something different. Yeah. Um, and I think PR is cool because there's it's like I said it's always something new every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I like working with with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing I really want would love to get into is like personal press, mm-hmm. whether that's at, at you know down the line, um, you know, working with like influencers doing their personal press or, or mm-hmm. partnerships and things mm-hmm. like that, like like more on like the talent management side. Yeah. Um I would be really I would really be interested in that or like working with like a talent agency that like rep celebrities and helping like them get interviews like personal mm-hmm. press and entertainment yeah. press is something that maybe so good at that. Thanks. It'd be that's like interesting to me. Yeah. Um I would love to like maybe like, I don't know, like I'm barely happy right now in my job now, but like maybe work one day work for a brand. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really know. Or maybe yeah. I have my own brand or my own company. Like, I don't really know. Like yeah. right now I'm super happy where I am and I, and I, I'm loving it. So. Well, and like you said, there's no timeline for anything, right? And there's no so timeline. Just whatever happens or opportunities come across your, yeah. your desk, you know? Exactly. Take everything into yeah. consideration. I think I would love to be like similar to you too. I know we talked about it. Like like helping influence like, like you mm-hmm. like get deals and like yeah. you know yeah. um how to read their contracts and yeah and things oh my gosh like that. um I love that but yeah that's really uh that's really it for me <laughs> um 
And and then of course my dog sanctuary. Like if I become a yes, millionaire, yes, of course. Um, can't for, forget about that. Yeah. So if I win, if I win the lottery, I'm having a dog sanctuary, and that's that. The next things that we were going to talk about, and I think honestly, like might even talk more about it in other episodes. Um, tips on finding a healthy balance with social media use. So I talked last episode about how I want to spend less time on my phone. Um, and I do spend, I would say, like 99% of my time on my phone on a social media app. I'm not like reading the news or educating myself too often. Um, so what what are your tips on finding a healthy balance? You think you think I have a healthy balance? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would you suggest to someone (laughs) i think it's i think it's hard when your job is social media Mm -hmm. or you you have to stay on top of trends for your job Mm -hmm. like for my job i have to figure out what's the best the newest shopping trend that i can insert my clients into who's talking about dish soap who's talking about air freshener who's talking about like maybe they got a delivery and it smelled like crap. Like who needs to freshen <laughs> that up? Like that's kind of like yeah. the things I need to think about. Like right. any kind of, any way I can start my clients like into mm-hmm. pop culture, I have to be in my phone too. Yeah. So I have yeah. like it's interesting because I have work Instagram group chats mm-hmm. where people are just sending things constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm. Anytime you see it, you just forward it and like yeah. So so yeah, I think it's hard. I think. Trying to set a set a boundary, okay. Even if it's just like little by little, right? It's like okay, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not gonna look at my phone for like mm-hmm. the first thirty minutes I get out of bed, or mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look at my phone the first thirty minutes before I go, like right before I go to bed, right? Um, or the last thirty minutes, I'm sorry, before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Trying to find like little ways, or maybe giving yourself a social media break. Like sometimes mm-hmm. at lunch, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna go through TikTok for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Cause I need my fix. Yeah. And and that's okay. Just like it finding a little ways. Yeah, like finding little increments where you can. And then also I think instead of like watching something, maybe if you still kind of need that like stimulation, maybe it's you listen to a podcast while you're taking yeah. a walk or a movie, like not a movie, that's kind of the same shit. But um <laughs> Like something to like enrich your brain or like reading yeah. or an audio. I mean, usually you'd be listening to audiobooks. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. So that's been a good way for me to like not be on my phone, but yeah. on my phone, if that makes sense. Right. Like I'm listening, but I'm not looking. Right. Um, it's hard. It is. And something like when I looked at this question, finding like that healthy balance with social media, I also thought about it in the sense of like what we're consuming. Um, and so something that I've done a lot of especially like postpartum is I've just like unfollowed people that aren't, I don't feel like uplifted by, um, right. or like that, like toxic, like bounce back culture, like body, like workout, um, like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. because it, like, if it's not making me feel good about myself, it's not serving me any purpose. Um, yeah. it's so like unfollowing a lot of those accounts has been a helpful way for me to make my you know, feed a bit more positive um, mm-hmm. and a bit more like aligned to the life I'm living. Part about like the bounce back when I started to really like tone up like this summer and like really start to like feel good and like confident. Some people said to me, revenge body. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
had like a weird feeling about that. I was mm-hmm. like, no, like, what do I have to like revenge? Like, what yeah. am I like? Is it like my old relationship? Like, I don't really feel like that. I think I'm just like, I feel good and like sexy, like for me. Yeah. So I think well, you have like the mental capacity and time to put into yourself because you're not spending it elsewhere. Right. <laughs> and I think that there was that show like Chloe Kardashian Revenge Body. Yes. And I did. I, I mean, I have watched it back in the day. It's like, yeah. but that just to me was so unhealthy because mm-hmm. it was, they were working out like four hours a day. Oh they weren't really doing anything else. They had a nutritionist. It wasn't sustainable. Yeah. So, and it was like, you lost a significant amount of weight in a very, very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I don't know. It just, a, a at, healthy, at that point, it's not you for kinda, yourself. It's for somebody right. else. You have to find like a healthy way that works for you. Yeah. Um, and it, and be in a good mindset. Yeah. You know. So I think that that was never like my. Yeah. Never my thing. Yeah. I hate like I get comments like that too. It's like you look so good for having triplets, or you don't look like oh my god you had triplets, and I'm like it makes me freaking insane because first of all, what is somebody that had triplets supposed to look like in your head what am I supposed to look like and how am I not fitting that image and then second of all like it's like I've talked about this on TikTok a bit before like with this whole bounce back culture like especially postpartum um a lot of it is like like why are our bodies supposed to look like we didn't have kids like that makes me insane like why am I like why am I supposed to look like I didn't have kids and why is it bad to look like I had kids. It's just yeah. the weirdest thing to me. It's like we praise women for, you know, growing these babies and doing these amazing miraculous things as we should, but then we also praise them for looking like it never happened. Yeah. People say that to I my mom it. all the time too. It's like, you had five kids. Yeah. It's like, what do you want me to be? Ten thousand pounds like running around. And if I was, yeah. like, what else would you say about me? Right. Who cares? Weigh what you want to weigh, look like what you want to look like. If you had kids, you should look like you had kids. That's right. Back with my unpopular opinions. It's okay to have a belly. It's there right. I said it. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right to have some stretch marks. Yeah. You had kids. Look like you had kids. It's fine. Yeah. One day you can, you know, if you want to do plastic surgery, change your body. I don't care. Your, your body's beautiful. But let's not make people feel bad for having no. triplets, multiples, no. a single baby. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. The last thing we have on the agenda today. It's all about New Year's resolutions and accountability tips. So I think we spoke about this in a recent episode um, where we said that like setting attainable goals. That's definitely where I would start with this. Um, I personally struggle to stick to my New Year's resolutions and goals. I historically crash and burn. So I'm really trying to make goals for myself that I feel are attainable um, and that are like bite-sized, which is very much like the teacher in me. I'm using some jargon here. Um, And my big one is to start waking up before the boys. That's mine. Um, And just because Pete wakes them up every day and he gets them out of bed. So I never have to do it. So why am I going to get up early? But I think if I get up early and I just like take a beat, even if it's just brushing my teeth, whatever it is, um, just getting myself up and moving before they're up and moving, I think will be really helpful. Um, and I think as far as accountability tips, like having an accountability partner 
is has always been helpful for me, whether that's like you texting me and saying like, hey, did you get up before the kids today? Or Pete being like, hey, Kate, it's like, you know, 745. The kids will be up soon. Do you think you should get up? Um, like, with my Do you think you'll get annoyed if it's him versus me? <laughs> uh, well, I think the funny thing is like, I'm saying this now, but like if he usually doesn't wake up until the kids start waking up. So <laughs> we're both kind of in the same boat. So maybe yeah. it's going to be a resolution for both of us and we can hold each other accountable um, because I've found historically that we do a lot better with our goals when we have each other to kind of lean on. Um, yeah, that's my advice. That. Small attainable goals and an accountability partner. What about you? I love that. Um, let's see. I was just talking to my sister about this today. Mm-hmm. Um next year is going to be the year that I like set myself up for financial freedom. Yes. And whether and I'm not going to say like I will be financially free in 2024 because I hope I hope to be. I hope yeah. to like you know have you know get a control on like spending things and like mm-hmm. or I hope to just like maybe I want to get a, a passive side hustle. Mhm. That like makes me money. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it or what my side hustle is going to be. Mm-hmm. I want to think about that and like have that be like passive income. And I want to start to like get more financially literate mm-hmm. and like how to set myself up um, to like live the kind of lifestyle I want to live. Yeah. So that's great. How yeah. are you going to stay accountable with that? Um, I don't know. I have to figure Loaded that out. Loaded question. <laughs> phone a friend yeah well, I feel like you're in a good situation right now you're living you know you're with your sister so I think you guys can like do a lot of things at home in the home like yeah cooking and like you know not eating out like thinking about like spending money um oh yeah you have a sister share her clothes instead of going shopping things like that True. lean on your family and when I move in with girls in March yes yes same thing. I'm exactly. sure we'll go out and I do the things that I want to spend my money on mm-hmm. next year. It's going to be travel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like investment pieces, like nice things I will wear over and over again. Like mm-hmm. nice well, I love to thrift my jeans. Maybe not nice jeans because yeah. I love to thrift my love thrift my a nice jeans. Bag, a nice pair of sunglasses. Yeah. Like and that. I've been making little steps like instead of buying a Starbucks every day, I'll like mm-hmm. make a nice coffee myself. Yeah. Um reading more and yeah. like when I did go to New York this weekend, I did spend a lot of money. So yeah, maybe it's just like being careful about like. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to have that balance though, right? Of like still yeah. living your life and doing fun things and spending money on those experiences. Um, but not just spending just for the thrill of it all. Yeah, it's just the dumb stuff, right? It's like if I know I have food at home mm-hmm. and I'm not going out, I'm not in the city. Yeah. I know I have food at home. I should just make it. Why am I going to spend 18 all the time? Why am I going to spend $18 on a poke bowl? Like, you know, like it's just, I I have nothing to eat. We have nothing to eat at home. And Pete's like, didn't you go to Costco today? And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's all, I didn't buy anything for us to eat. It's like, what you spend? It's hard. It is. So that, and just enriching my, enriching my brain more, I think. Mm -hmm. Having like more deep conversations with people, reading Mm -hmm. more, listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Kind of I think Year's yeah, Eve. I think we'll get into like we're gonna be doing a New Year's Eve episode, like a New Year's episode. 
Yes. Um, so we'll talk more about like, I'll have some more resolutions like lined up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Casey and I are going to do some vision board making and do you want to tell them how that's going to happen? What we're going to do? Yeah. So we're going to release our podcast, I think on Friday, the 30th. So you get like a nice, you know, good podcast episode released on a Friday versus a Wednesday. So hit your weekend off right. So it'll be fresh in your mind. Yeah. Um, and then at some point we got to figure out the date we're going to do a live, uh, yeah. we'll do vision board making. Kate and I will make our vision boards together for I next know. year. I'm excited because I've never gone live before. Um, so I'm interested to see kind of like who tunes in and who, um, you know, what questions people have, like what, what conversations we get going. But I think it's also just gonna be a lot of fun because we're making vision boards. Like it'll be very casual and low stress. So I hope everyone tunes in. Yeah. We had a really fun time. We made vision boards back in New York. Mm -hmm. Like how many years ago? Six? Um, it was a while ago because Pete and I weren't dating. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. And I, because when I sent you my Pinterest board this past week for you to print pictures for me, um, my old one was there. <laughs> like oh, it was? when we did it and I looked back at it and it was so interesting. It was very much about like, you know, prioritizing yourself and, you know, body image, things like that. So some things haven't changed too much, um, but there are other yeah. things that are definitely different. It was kind of trippy to like look back at it and like kind of like tap into my brain from all those years ago. Be like, what was I yeah. thinking? I do. That's so funny. I yeah. I I tell people to make their vision boards on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. One, you save all the pictures. Yeah, it's very easy to print them out. Uh, I'll show everybody the hack that I do. And <laughs> then two, and then you get to get go back and look at them. So yeah, yeah, it's such it. a good idea. Trip down memory okay. lane. Um, but yeah, yeah like Casey it. said, so. This episode is obviously out right now because you're listening to it. Um, but next week's episode will be pushed to Friday just because of the holidays. Um, we usually record on Sundays or Mondays, but that's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And so we'll obviously be setting those boundaries with our families and with you all. <laughs> um, and so we'll get that out to you guys that that Friday. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm a little nervous to go live. No, I'm just kidding. I think it'll be so much fun. I gotta really I filter think, myself. Yeah, I think we're just gonna have to be a little self-aware. <laughs> like it's not just the two of us in a room. <laughs> can't, can't backtrack on things that I say. Yeah, yeah. It's live. It's <laughs> can't live. edit it out. No. Um, no, but I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Same. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. You can find us at Got It Together Pod on Instagram and TikTok, where we'll be posting updates about new episodes, our personal social media pages, and more. Talk to you guys soon.